Hi, and welcome back to Raising the Revival Generation. And uh, there's conversations that happened off air that you don't get to hear. But um, maybe one day we'll do a gag reel and you can be a part of that and see all the kind of craziness that happens before we say hi. Welcome to Revival Generation. And before I go another step further, I'm going to turn it over to you so that you can do the things that I forget to do. Yeah. Well, welcome back. And um, if you want to take a moment, if you love this podcast, or even if this is your first time listening, don't forget to give us a thumbs up, a follow, ring that bell for notifications. If you're on a provider for podcasting, you can download the episode or you can heart it, follow it, whatever. And just those small acts just helps get this podcast worldwide. And so, um, and if you want to share it, we'd love for you to share it. You would be like our favorite listener if you shared it today. Anyway, it's a challenge to a challenge. Our, our, our most loyal fans. The challenge has gone out. <laughs> and uh, and so... Oh, hold on. Oh. And join our Facebook community because actually this, this brings up a really good good thing that I, I wanted to bring up. Uh, you did the most cringiest thing I could possibly think of on social media. <laughs> I have no shame. And um, he went to go like invite people to our Facebook page, but instead he added people to the to the raising the revival generation um, fellowship like Facebook group. So you added a bunch of people to the group versus inviting them to like the page. And for me, it's just cringy. It's just. Well, in all fairness, I didn't know what I was doing. I know. So I just jumped on the social media and just started inviting people. But there's like nothing like being added to a group without like wanting. I didn't even to know you could do group. that. Oh, it's, it's like cringy, a, it's man. like communism. You're it's forced into our group, and you will like it. Anyways, yeah. so we uh, we have some uh, multiple different topics to talk about today. Uh, yeah. I think, and but we'll before see. that, um, as you did the whole promo about liking, subscribing, and sharing, it's our, it's our prayer that you're encouraged by this group, mm. and that uh, and that as you listen to it, it, it spurs you on. To, uh, to seek what God has for you. That's the whole reason why we're doing it. We don't, uh, it was kind of awkward for me to come and just sit in front of a camera and talk. Uh, it's not like we're filming in front of a live audience, but maybe one day, maybe we one day we could do a live audience. We could bring all the kids up here and they could be all a live seven of them, yeah. <laughs> audience. Um, but with that, we were, it's our prayer that this encourages you to seek the things that God has for you and your family um, and that you grow in that. And because that's one of the, been the biggest blessing for us as a family is growing together. Um, it's brought us closer together in our relationships with each other. It's made communication a lot easier with each other, with me and you and, and our kids. It's Cause that's one of the hardest things I think in any relationship is communication mm-hmm. is when things start going awry. Uh, we just kind of shut down and we just kind of wait for it just to kind of steam over. And then we, we continue it, but without addressing the issues, but with us, as we pursued God, God has given us, uh, given us knowledge of knowing what to do. And the wisdom to accomplish what needs to be done in those relationships and in every area of our life. Um, so it's our prayer that as you're listening to this, that that's what you're getting. That, that, that it's not that it's encouraging you to grow as a as an individual, but also as a family into into what God has for you. Um, and so, and with, so with here we are with with all the changes that has have have. Wait, <laughs> sorry, this seems discombobulated just because we just had an interruption that we had to cut out because of our children. Yeah, so, life happens. They, so, yeah. Um, but with all the changes and all the things that God has been doing in our life, that brings us to another area where God really put his finger on for us. And, um, and that's giving mm-hmm. the dreaded word. You say tithe and people are automatically clicking off the video. Get out of here. You just want my money. And that's not what this is about. Right. Um, because, 
what really God's after, he's not after your finances. God's not after your, 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 um, your money. Because what do you give a God who owns everything? Right. What do you give a God who walks on streets of gold? The his, value of gold just decreased by a million percent. Storehouses are filled. And, and he has pearly gates and all those other ideas that we think of heaven. What do you give a God who, who created the earth and says, everything in the earth is mine anyways? Mm-hmm. But God's not after our finances. And this, is, this was something we had to learn the hard way. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> on multiple because, occasions. Well, because it's tied to your faith. Right? It is, yeah. Uh, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. And if your treasure is in your wallet and your bank card and your bank account, or maybe it's in your in your cryptocurrencies or it's in like your bitcoins, whatever it is, where your treasure is, there your heart will be, and that will be the god of your life. No one can serve two masters. Right. He's either going to love one or hate the other. And and so for us, um, we had this when we first got into ministry. We, I mean, it was even even spoken to us over us. Sure. Like like when you're in ministry, you're supposed to be in poverty. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Like yeah. God doesn't want God wants you to suffer and and endure ministry. Well, even even through Bible college, even through Bible college, yeah. it was just the way. You're never going to have much, right? And we had this poor man's mentality, mm-hmm. and we were okay with that for a long period of time. Yeah, but then, but and what that limited was what we did with our money. Sure, we weren't good stewards because we didn't have anything to steward. Well, we didn't really trust God with our money. That was yeah. like number one. There was a lack of trust because how can you tithe when if you tithe you might not have food on your table that was a very real question for us for a very long time um yeah well even when we and then let alone giving because there's a difference between tithing and giving and i guess we should clarify that before we go forward a tithe is a a percentage of what any any income or any money that you take in so when i teach in our children's ministry on sunday mornings we tell them you know when you get birthday money or like whatever you you take 10 percent of that because it's acknowledging what god has given you and that everything that we receive is from god and is his and so, and, and not only that, tithing is, it's actually a command. Yeah. We're actually commanded to tithe. So it's not, it's not a suggestion. It's not a, like a nudge or, a, and it's not even a someday you're going to be financially stable enough to where you can tithe. No, it's not. It's, it's whatever you receive. And in fact, when we look at the Old Testament, we're talking about first fruit and uh, that even before they could even partake in that harvest of the very first thing that they've been waiting for all year is that they take that, that very first thing and they give it right back to to yeah. God. Well, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Then, well, then you have an offering. I was, I was offering, doing the definitions. Yeah. And an offering and how we describe it is um, it's something that God lays on your heart in addition to your tithe, right? So it could be you might sow into a ministry. You might even sow into this well, ministry. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like when you said offering, we were, we were going through the book of Acts as a family because yep. we just finished the book of Luke and we, were, we decided we were just going to go jump right into Acts. And when the centurion, right, um, he he has his he keeps making his offerings to the Lord, mm-hmm. and God says it's God says his prayers and his praise that he that he had was a, was a memorial offering before the Lord. Sure, meaning that it's an act of worship to give back to God that yeah. he that he was giving back to God, and it was and it, I never really grasped this until reading as a family, but it was going right before the throne of God. Mm. He was seeing the centurion's prayers wow. come before him. The act of worship opened up the way so that his prayers could go before God. And then the response of God was to send someone to, to tell him about Jesus yeah, Christ. Definitely. Um, but so offerings, offerings is it's an act of worship. They had fellowship yeah. offerings. They had all these different offerings that they were due. The sacrifice was, was, was had to be done once a year, the atonement sacrifice. And then mm-hmm. you had fellowship offerings and you had all these grain offerings. You had all these other things that you could do as worship unto the Lord. And the Bible specifically says 
that God loves a cheerful giver. And so for us, the whole process was, was to get us from this poverty mind state of not having enough to give back to God to realizing, and this is, this is the, this is where we all need to get is that God's the one who gives us everything. Right. Right. And so when you get to the mind, to the mindset of a steward, it takes the, takes the, really it takes the financial burden off of you. Sure, it does. As yeah. saying like, this isn't mine that I need to, to labor and toil to get, to get, but it's something that God has blessed me with so that mm. I can give and give back to him. And so the burden isn't on me for my lack. It's actually on God for his provision. Mm. That if God says that if you seek first the kingdom of God and all these and all and his righteousness, then all this will be added unto you. Right. And in the Lord's prayer, we're told to ask for our daily bread, physical bread. Like God provides, and if God's going to provide for Elijah in the Old Testament by by ravens bringing him, as our pastor says, cheeseburgers, <laughs> right? Um, then He's going to provide for my needs. Sure. But it all comes back to where my heart is. Hmm. So it's a matter of faith, just as anything else, just as anything else that we've talked about. Like hmm. often we put God in boxes and we limit Him to areas, but it it's tied to the same idea. Yeah, I think there's some things in in the church, you know, capital C church in the whole today, that we we get uncomfortable with really fast when we start talking about things in Christianity. So we're okay with going to church, and we're okay, you know, to giving God our Sunday mornings, and and we're okay with a lot of these things. But when we start, there's two things that I've noticed. One, when we start talking about how God is in fact an emotional God and that he gave us emotions and emotions are not wrong or sinful. That's like a, a trigger point for people. And then number two, when we start talking about money and giving and tithing. And blessing. And blessing. That's a trigger point point for people. That, right. But we don't want to talk about it. And it's unfortunate because if more believers and more Christians got a hold of this, right? Think of where our, the church could be and just the freedom in people's lives because it truly brings freedom. Well, you, you want to get people mad, uh, you just bring up this, and, and if you want to, if you want to Google this word, and I'm, wanna, I'm, you, I'm, you, I'm like nervous to record this today because this is not <laughs> something that we have talked a lot about with people, or like definitely not something no, that we really publicly shared. Although, like if you follow us and you see who we share, you can kind of start getting you, you get know a, you get a, a little bit of a, of a taste. But this isn't something that we personally have very publicly discussed no. before, or even really privately privately with a lot of people yeah and so like if, if you so, I'm nervous, so be nice be nice to us in the comments and the sharing but 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 the, the idea of, of and i know this is immediately is like click click immediately no but, immediately but, but, no. bring up the, the the big word the big word that gets people like to go ah! it's prosperity i just read a post today where somebody was like just completely discounted um, a, a, a ministry because it said on its website that like they believe that like God has a plan for like good health and prosperity. And well, yeah, even though, not to mention the fact that prosperity, the, the word it's literally in the Bible. Like if you were to, if you were to just take out your, your, your old uh, concordance and just look up the word and then look at it in the Psalms, mm. it, it's the amount of times that you see that now that might get it more people. To yeah. Turn off I was just going to say, um, we don't, if monster not, wants to uh, yeah. sponsor an episode, we are, we're, we're if you want to send us merch, I'm not going to, um, this. if you want us to be on your PR list, we we're very easy. Anyway, to back to what I was saying. Cause now it's just turning into like money laundering. Um, <laughs> you're just trying to get them to sponsor us. We have a, we have a problem with monster. Actually, I'm drinking. Water. It's not water. It's neon. <laughs> All 
Anyways, uh, so what I was what I was saying is, is if you take out your old good old concordance and you just look at the word uh, prosperity and you look at how many times it's in the Bible and what it actually means, then you could not deny that God has <laughs> ordained it for His people who are called by His name to prosper. Mm. It's in the cross of Jesus Christ by itself that you were once dead and now you're fully alive. Mm. Like there's there's, a, there's the prosperity and a lot of times what it gets stuck on. Is is just like if I give to God, then He's going to give back to me, and I'm going to be and I'm going to be rich. But that's not. It's not a again, get That's rich. not a faith thing. That's not a yeah. stewardship it's thing. It's not a scheme. It's, it's not a, a get rich quick scheme. It's, it's God has my heart, <laughs> and I can trust Him with everything. Right. He's never going to cause me to be the one who is is the is the tail and not the head, because that's what He says in His Word. Mm. And so it's it's understanding that that it's faith tied. The the wallet's tied to the heart. It's tied to your time because your money is, is your time because you yeah. earn it, you make it. But And so therefore when we give God, we're not just giving God a, a dollar. We're giving him actually um, finances that are backed by our time and our energy. And so we give back to that just like in a harvest, right? You spend the time sowing. You spend the time right. reaping. There's, there's sure. things that you've done in the process, but it's God who makes it rain and grow. And so you give back. It's yeah. God that Amen. has given you the health to be able to work the jobs or he's given you the means to accumulate wealth. Mm -hmm. And so you give back to the God who has blessed your life. Right. And it took us a long time to, and I still remember a time, um, I don't know if we had started where we went to the store and we had paid our bills and we had $60 for groceries. Yeah. Remember that? And we had $60 for a week of groceries yep. and we made it by the grace of God. We made it, but we had not, we had not come to the conclusion. Really good shopping skill. And a lot of pasta. Oh, a lot of pasta and um, eggs. And eggs, yes. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, I Not know the way prices of eggs are. But uh, but we didn't we didn't grasp a hold of this idea of, of giving back to God and and watching Him provide for our needs. Sure. Um, and and so it, it goes beyond just money because that's what everybody ties it to. But that's it's 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 beyond just just uh, giving to God to get money, right? Right, because that's the wrong motive, anyways. That's not it. That's not yeah. a motive. That's not, not a heart it. that is cheerfully, willingly giving back. It's not stewardship. It's it's a it's a pyramid scheme. God, if I give you ten dollars right. and you say a hundredfold, <laughs> I have to have a hundredfold, right? But also to get this, it, uh, tithing um, also uh, it also uh, limits the active activity of the devil in your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If the devil's coming against you and telling you can't do something, do it in spite of him. And a lot of times that's in finances. Sounds like a spider-thon to me. Yeah, that, yeah, kind of. <laughs> it, it, a lot of that times that comes in finances. And that's something we had to learn as believers. And that's where we're going to get to mm -hmm. is our story is because we came from this mentality of, of being poverty-stricken. Right. Was the call of God to sure. go into ministry. Sure. So, so to call the call of God, the cross that you were going to bear was never having enough, scraping to get by, and your kid's always lacking what everybody else has. And that's terrible. That's that that that's terrible to have that kind of calling into ministry. But that's the mentality we had. We were. Well, it also goes back into like lacking. It, it also goes back to to a different subject. There's no lacking similar. God, is what I was going to say. No, right? But <laughs> in 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 our words and how we speak and and what what we allow to be spoken over us and what we speak over ourselves, right? If we just sit here and say, well, covering matters. Yeah. Like we're never going to be able to pay our bills. We're always going to be like this. Well, yeah, you, you probably are. I mean, how many times have you ever run into a person that you knew 15 years ago and you have the same exact conversation about these same exact issues in their lives? Well, it's because they just keep repeatedly speaking over themselves and believe they believe it. And, and even like when we're going through the book of Acts, right? There's always this one, this one fruit like fly. fruit fly, yeah, like this like one. 
But anyways, it's even, a fake plant. Even yeah, no, they're not even a little dusty. But uh, uh, when even when we were going through the Book of Acts, right, and you get to Acts chapter two, and everybody has everybody's in one accord, and they're all they're all giving and they're sowing, and there's no need. They're meeting the needs of the body, yeah. right? They're giving it. Um, Joseph the Levite, who's named Barnabas, the son of encouragement, sells his house and gives everything right. to the ministry. And he later on is the one who's leading Paul around by the time we get to uh, Acts chapter 12 and 13. Um, well, but but with that, like they're giving and all the needs of the people are continually being met because God is honoring that, right. that, that faith and that giving back to him. He's he's in charge of his people. Yeah, and I, I believe that like when you look at the New Testament church, there's a misconception that when people sell all of their things or they give all their money and then they follow, you know, Jesus in, in, in the church, that somehow the church is destitute, right? That, they, that they're just beggars on the street, that they have nothing. But um, if they're taking care of every single person in the church making sure that they're fed and they're, they're clothed that's 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 actually like really reflects the opposite that there that there actually is money there that they weren't a destitute church there was enough money to cover to send missionaries to to send people all over the place to to keep the widows and the orphans fed and that takes money, money yeah. it takes monetary so like the church was not an impoverished thing and then the second thing which doesn't really have to do with the money is that is that you know the church at that time was just these small little home churches well that that's also not accurate just because of the growth and the rate that the uh, New Testament church. Yeah, well, I mean, you you figure the first sermon, three thousand people. Yeah, and then it just and then continues there's 5, add and people. add and add. And then there's then there's by the time you get to what like Acts chapter five, they they just so, they don't count anymore. They just say right. multitudes. So it's important to recognize that the new church, the New Testament church, was neither destitute and poor or small and weak. Well, you figure that when Paul gets to Ephesus, had, right? Yeah. When Paul gets to Ephesus and starts preaching the gospel. The churches that are hurting are the ones that were the temple to Diana mm. like, because the silversmiths are like, everybody's becoming a Christian. No one's buying <laughs> idols. Like like the economy just got turned upside down because everybody's everybody's becoming a Christian and giving to the Lord. Yeah. Like that's that's what happens. And and the idea that um that tithe belongs to God mm. is, is is a big thing because if it belongs to somebody, then when you don't give it or you take it for yourself, it's actually robbery. Right. You're robbing God. And that's in Malachi. Not about you, but I really don't want to rob God. No, no. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. But we didn't understand this either. Right. Um, and so so when in Malachi, when when God's writing to the Israelites and he and he's and he's talking about the things that they've done wrong, is one thing he brings up, he says, You're robbing from me. Mm. And he and he literally says, he begins the section talking there, he says, I am the Lord and I don't change. Mm. I'm the same yesterday today and forever. I don't change. And their response is, well, God, how are we robbing you? Hmm. How can anybody rob God? Right. And he says, that. he says, but you say, however, how, are, how have we robbed you? And he says, in your tithes and your contributions. Now, some people say, they literally, I've had this conversation with people, that the tithe goes to the Levites, hmm. the Levites, because they need to live off the tithe because they didn't work the land. That's what That was their portion. But that's not true, too, because the tithe belonged to God. It mm. belonged to God's house. It was the upkeep for everything. Right. It was It was everything in the house right. of God. And so with that, our tithe isn't just, it isn't just a... It's, it's it, not just to pay your pastor. Yeah, it's not just to pay your pastor, but it's also not just like... Although we do like getting paid. It's not just a penance. Right. It's not like, oh, I have to do this because other, otherwise... 
It, it's, it belongs to God. And you have to have that mentality of saying, God, this is yours. Yeah. This is yours. And then when you have that mentality, God, it's, it's one of the promises that God says that you can test him in and see that he won't bless you. That's the mm. other thing you've got to realize right. is that God puts his word to the test on this thing. Mm. He says, when you give back to me, he says, I will actually open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on you. And he actually, this is the, this is the most important thing that we had to learn is that he rebukes the devourer. Yeah. So sometimes there is those times where, where the tithe comes back in money. We've had people give us money sure. for needs that they didn't even know we had. Right. Yeah. We've, we've had, when, we, when our car died, remember that? And, and someone made a promise. And this is long before we really even knew anything about yeah. tithing. And we, we were kind of just dabbling with tithing. We, at someone, that someone told us to try it out. Like, well, that's <laughs> a different time. Was it? Yeah, that's oh. a different. This is this is later. So, like, literally, we were challenged by our pastor at the time to tithe. He 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 saw it, it was a very small church plant and, and said, "You guys are what?" I was going to share something about that story. Okay. In that in that story, well, you can keep, you can go where you're your part, and then I'll. Well, it. he he challenged us to to tithe. He he recognized that, and so we you know we were guilt ridden, <laughs> and and I, and I will say like. In the times where we haven't been faithful in our tithing, we, we actually feel it because when you're walking in disobedience, it, there's conviction that happens. And so we did. We, we, we tithed for like the first time. And then, and I mean, literally, that was like we were married. We have been married for like six months, maybe something like that. We were young. We were very young. I was pregnant with um, Adeline. And we... We so had he, never been taught about tithing. And, he, and so, and, and being, I mean, he it was a good move on his end. He was, he was trying to teach us on tithing and on on being, you know, good stewards with our in money faith. and in faith. And, um, and so we, we did that Sunday we tithed for the, for the very first time. I'm not even sure it was a full 10%. It probably wasn't. I'm not even sure it was a full 10%, but we because did we it. We didn't realize that we didn't think we could give up 10% of a right. paycheck and live. Right. And <laughs> so the next day I go Little in, we know. I go to, <laughs> yeah, really, we, I went into work and um, there was uh, an, a coworker, and she said, "You know, we're not really necessarily part of a local church right now. So part of the, part of our tithe is, you know, we pray over, it and then just wherever the Lord directs us is, is where we tithe. And I'm not saying to do that or not to do that, or that's a whole different thing for another day. But so she she handed us this gift card. She handed me a gift card to a grocery store. That was the amount, or did it double it? Uh-huh. Now I think of it. I'm not even sure." I think it was, it definitely exceeded the amount that we tithed, right? So then, so, and so that was like immediate. I mean, it was literally less than 24 hours of when it was just this return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so my, yeah, that was what I was going to say. Don't forget the, the part at the end. So God says to test him and then, and we tested him. We, see, we did. Yeah. And we still went back. And our pastor said that. He said, test him. And we still went back. And then we were. He, he did the same thing. It was like a, a two-time thing. We were like Peter. We had to go through the process of... of well, and then work. many years, even when he wasn't our pastor. And anymore. so he, he we stopped doing it because we didn't think we could we could handle it. And then all of a sudden he said, do it again. And we did it. And the person at, at the grocery store paid for our groceries when we were in line. I don't remember that. Uh, you don't remember that? It was actually in Vermont, I believe. That was no, far, no, that wasn't in Vermont. That was far later. That was far later. No, but someone else... We got We got two gift cards and someone actually paid for our groceries. I remember that specifically yeah, in that time in that time frame, and so we still stopped, and then we we, we would try to we would dabble in it, 
Mm-hmm. Like, like we wanted to, but we didn't know if we could fully commit. We had doubts. We had a really lack of faith as God as provider. Right, right. It might be um, one time that, you know, we get extra help or whatever, but, but what like, if, that's not going to do that every time. Yeah, what like, if, what, he, if? Doesn't, what yeah. if he doesn't come through? Right. That's literally, what, the, that's literally right. what it came down to. We were questioning, what if he doesn't? Well, we were also, so if he tells us to sow this amount of money, right. what if he doesn't come right. through and then we're stuck? But then at that time also, we were living well beyond our means. Like we were, we were, what was going out was far less than what was coming in. So like on our end, it was actually impossible because like at the end of the day, when you balance the checkbook with your rent and the car payments and the groceries and then having a babies and like all of that, it just, to us, it was like, well, it's literally impossible for us to do this. Yeah. Because it wasn't a priority when in, but in, in actuality, what needed to be, it should, before any of those things, it should have been well, it's acknowledging first. God as provider. Right. It's acknowledging God right. for who he is, that he's a good father who takes care right. of his children, and you can trust in him right. because he doesn't change. Yeah. So literally saying, in Malachi, I'm the Lord, I haven't changed. The same God that was with Isaac when he sowed the seed mm-hmm. in a famine, which is a foolish thing to do, and got 100% return on his, on, on his sowing, is the same God who's over us today. Mm-hmm. And so when, he, when, when, uh, when we were getting ready to, our car was dying, this is a little bit further on. A little bit further on, yeah. We were at a different church by this point. Yeah, and uh, and we were... We had our, two kids. Yeah, we had two kids at that point. So we fast forward a little bit. We were still struggling with tithing. We wanted to. Common thread. At, to, a, to a certain extent, we wanted to, but yeah. we just didn't... We didn't trust God to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but we I, also... I would say we also didn't really... Aside from that one pastor... Well, we didn't have teaching. We didn't have teaching on... We, I mean, we really... And that, I, I, I get that... that um, pastor credit because he really did try to teach us yeah. and but we weren't always teachable in it either so there's that aspect too you can teach as much well, sometimes but if I you're think, not teachable then... I think I think sometimes uh, we get stuck in the spirit of poverty sure so there's the physical yeah. there's the physicalness of being poverty mm-hmm. but then there's I, the mentality that you're stuck there sure and so when you're stuck in the spirit of, of poverty you don't think of, of God as being the God who opens up the, the windows of heaven, pours out blessings. You don't think of him as the God who rebukes the devourer. Yeah. And so when he says he rebukes the devourer, what does that mean? Well, it means that there's certain things that, like, like for us, health. Mm-hmm. We have extremely healthy kids. We don't have to pay a lot of doctor bills ever, right. if right. ever. Right. Like Praise we pray God. and God, God rebukes the devourer. We don't, get, right. we don't get sucked up in certain bills on our cars. Sure. We, our cars are not always breaking down. Our cars aren't always in... And we have old cars, so sure like it's, they're not like twenty twenty one cars. You know, these are these are older cars, but they're not going into the shop week after week, right. day after day. Like like God has definitely put His hand over us to to make our our cars sustainable right. and last us. And and so God rebukes the devourer. He takes away those things that keep accumulating bills on your behalf, and he and he puts them at bay and says, "Guess what? This two thousand six car is going to last till twenty twenty six." And, and so that's what he does. He, he rebukes the devourer. And, but, um, but in that, like we had a car that had broken down and I had fixed it and I had invested a lot well, of stuff. Well, it didn't in, pass an inspection. Well, yeah, but I'm not at that point. Oh, sorry. I had put a lot of time into it. And the major, the major issue was that the head gasket blew mm-hmm. and a spark plug stripped it out. The, the person that I bought the car from didn't install the spark plug right. It blew out the head and so it stripped it out. So I had yeah. to tow it up from Pennsylvania. And when we were in Pennsylvania, there was a, there was a person there. Who said that they wanted to help us with the car? Yes. And so before we were married, before we were married, yeah, I was down there to get actually engaged right when we just and got get, engaged, and, literally, yeah, and get married. And but uh, but three years had passed since then, and so we towed the maybe car. maybe even four, maybe even four, yeah. And yeah. so we towed the car up, and we were in need, 
Like we couldn't afford to get a new car. We couldn't afford to fix the car. And, and so we, we actually prayed. Well, it, it didn't pass inspection. Yeah. So we had 30 days. Yeah, you had 30 days. We had 30 days, that. and then the car was no longer going to have, you know, a sticker because they give us like a 30-day sticker essentially. And then after that, that was it. Unless you fixed the issues. Unless you fixed it. Which yeah. was rust. Yes. A lot of rust on right. the car. And so we um, – so I don't know. Did we – was it a tithing story? Didn't we tithe? I don't know. At that point, were we tithing? I, maybe. Actually, I think we were because I think we, had, we, were, too. we were tithing. Because we would just go in these bouts of like – Tithing, not like, tithing. And, feel, and feeling that conviction and being like we ha- we've got – it was just like conversation. That, like we've got to get better at this. We've got to like – got you know like – and but I will say at that point, we were very much on the like – you know, because at some at some point we we're gonna want to be in like full time ministry and like pastors have to eat and like it was very much like like if we don't tie then like you know maybe our pastor won't be so supported. It was very like a very still like man that at least that was my mindset. Very still like man focused. Very like doing it in our own strength versus like just what God does kind of thing. Well, yeah, and so so we were facing with this, this obstacle of mm-hmm. a car and we needed a car to get back and forth to work to go mm-hmm. do everything that we do with two babies. Um, and then, uh, and we didn't know what we were going to do mm-hmm. and then, uh, and praying and, and like I said, we were in that, that season of, we wanted to tithe. We did tithe occasionally. We didn't, we did, we didn't, we didn't, we were in this constant struggle, mm-hmm. but we really wanted to honor God right? To And, and so in that, um, we get a letter from, from this man who, who, who wrote a card and he had included enough money for us not to just fix our car but we got a different car mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and in the letter he said god reminded me of a promise i made to you over three and a half years ago and we had not talked to this man exactly since yeah. that conversation and, essentially and, and he said god brought that back to mind and i want to honor that mm-hmm. and so he wrote us a check mm-hmm. and so it, uh, for us it, it's constantly seeing the hand of god that was our first like really big financial yeah. We'd had the small things, you know, like with the gift cards and the tithing. That was like the first time that like just we saw really God's provision in that. And like, you know, like if you trust God and you trust him with your finances and, and you pray over these things. But we weren't and we there did, yet. And we began, but at that, like for the car situation, we were like, we had like dedicated to start like really praying about it, like being in prayer and, yeah. and those things. And then. We weren't, but we weren't even there yet. And that wasn't even but, enough I mean, to keep us tithing. So we. Yeah, Let so, alone so you, have, you have to fast forward all the way to COVID <laughs> again. Yeah, so COVID is when everything changed. Right, but, but it did. We only say those stories because it took us a long time to get to that. Our stories place. always revolve around COVID. It's we, weird. We have to. It took us a while to actually. I mean, the Holy Spirit kept revealing things. The Holy Spirit was doing things, and we were just one that we were hard-hearted per se. We really we were searching for God, but but there was this. It took us some time. Yeah. Right. Um, it took us three times. Uh, with, with different things, but God was bringing us on this path mm-hmm. because what he was after, he wasn't after our finances. Like I said, at the beginning, he was after our hearts. Right. And that's right. been, the, that's been the journey this whole time with it's our never family, about the money. with our family, mm-hmm. with all the stuff that we went through. It was always about us, about God having our hearts. Right. It was never about anything else. It right. wasn't about how much money we were, we were giving. Um, in fact, what we, if we fast forward the story, which we We'll get to a little bit later. I'm not going to jump in there, but 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 God was constantly wanting to 
wanting our hearts because when our hearts are completely his like he can we we, we want the things of god he can trust us with the things that he's going to give us right so sure. god is always about our character mm-hmm. over our over anything else he right. wants to mold us and shape us into the people that he wants us to be so that he can trust us with the ministry, with the family, with the finances, with all the different things he has for us. He knows the plans that are good for us, mm-hmm. right? In Jeremiah 29, 11, I know he says, oh, that's the nation of Israel. But but if you read Isaiah Isaiah um, 56, right? We just read that today. It says that, that God is going to invite all the nations into his house and they're going to rejoice in Amen. his presence. Yeah. So God's plans for us are good because God's plans entail for us his very presence inside of us and right. us dwelling with right. him right. for all eternity. Until that day, we have his spirit inside of us today. But, but in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Prosper. Plans of a hope and a future. Right. That's right. Amen. Right. And, and so many times it's like, well, you're not the nation of Israel, but God is the same yesterday, right. today, and forever. Right. I am the Lord. I do not change is what he said in Malachi. And that's the same God today. And what he's done today is he's taken people from every tribe, nation, and tongue, and he's made them a holy royal priesthood, a holy nation in mm. Peter, it says. And that's what God's done. So those promises that God has in the Old Testament, they're not null and void. They're still true today. He's the same God. He's the same God that when we trust him with full faith, Hmm. we can say, God, it might look like there's poverty around me and there's famine around me, but I'm going to sow seed and watch you be the God who sprouts it up. And so that's, that's really what comes down to. It's a heart of faith to say, God, I trust you a hundred percent, not, not, not 90%, not 10%. I trust you with everything in every area of our life. And that's been our, our awakening. Yes. To even with our kids right. is to trust God with our kids, That's right. to put God first in those areas and to see God's hand. And finances is just another another mark, another uh, domino to fall down in, in the process where God can trust us with more. Yes. And he's been faithful. Right. That's, that's the most amazing thing is before we struggled with faith and then God says, test me in this and see what I'll do. Yeah. And so <laughs> stubbornly, we tested him and he was faithful. He was true to his word, a hundred percent. Yes. And then now we live in it. Yes. Um, there's not there's not a, a a day a week that goes by where we don't tithe. Right. And not only do we tithe, and this isn't to brag on right. us, it's to brag right. on God. Right. Because right. because our goal now is to get to the point where we tithe more. Where our income is what is 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 uh is what we want to tithe. We we make goals. Yes. We said we said uh, we want our our tithe to triple. Yep. We want our giving to triple, not, not how much we make. We want our we want to be found faithful as yeah. stewards to say, God, it's all yours. And if you want 75%, you get 75% right. because I know that you're not going to leave us on 25% because right. you're the God of more than enough. You're Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. You're El Shaddai, the God Amen. of more than enough in our lives. Yes. And we've seen it. Amen. And yeah. so and so with that, um, with, with our giving story is every week we give. Mm-hmm. We give our our ten percent plus some yes. to our local church to the church we we attend to, but not only that. Wait, and and, we, and let's just like clarify with that: with your tithe should go to your local church, the where church you're being that ministered. you attend, where you go and eat, where they feed you. Right, that's where your tithe should go to. So, and and you hear a lot of be like, "Wow, you know, I I attend this church, but I I love that church, you know, ten hours away, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna tithe to them." No, if you're going weekly to that church and you should be attending church weekly in person, 
state that, right? And if you can't find one, keep looking, right? That That's where your money should go to, or that's where your tithe should go to, is to your local church. To the house of God that you're, you're serving in. Yes. Because that's the other thing. As we come together as a body of Christ, mm-hmm. it's not just a pastor and then, it, like, like in Isaiah 56, go read it. Um, uh, just the first couple of verses where, because Jesus quotes that. Mm-hmm. We're in Holy he Week, yeah. right? Jesus goes to the temple. That when we're recording this, it's Holy Week. When you hear it, It'll I be. don't know when it will be. <laughs> but uh, just know that. I think they got that. Um, but in Holy Week, Jesus goes to the temple after going into Jerusalem on the donkey. And he goes and he says, my, my father's house will be a house of prayer. Hmm. And he's literally speaking about the house of uh, the prayer for the nation's house in, in Isaiah 56. That, um, but what God is building for himself is people who, mi- who love to minister to him. Hmm. That's what he says in Amen. Isaiah 56. He says, I'm not going to turn away anybody who loves to minister to me yeah. and loves my name. Amen. Those are the two things. He says, of course, I'm not going to turn them away. Even the, Ethio- even the eunuch, he says in that. Yeah. He, says, I gotta, he says, when they love me, and they love ministering to me. I got an inheritance in heaven that far outweighs children. That's right. That's his promise to them. That's wow. an amazing God. Wow. And so, and so what God does for us, it, it, for us, we're a royal priesthood. Mm-hmm. That's written to a church. When you go to church, you're a priest. Right. Believe it or not, you're ministering unto God. It's yes. not just some, oh, I like the music today, or I like the message, or I like... The coffee a, was bad. The coffee was bad. They didn't have my favorite donut. And if you go to a church that they has never donuts, you the should tie the extra like. to them because they love you that much to give you food. Yes. Um, but it's about you being a priest before God. Mm-hmm. That's the ministry that happens at a church. Yeah is we are a royal priesthood. It's not just the pastors. It's not just the the the, the worship leaders. You are actually ministering to Jesus. Mm. What an amazing picture that is of the church, that we minister to God, that we minister before him. And so when we come together as a body, that's what we're doing. Mm. And so when you tithe, you give to the body that you minister at. Right. That you go and you do get fed. That's the beautiful. That's the beautiful thing about the presence of God. He anoints someone to speak out the word of God so that you can be strengthened and encouraged in your spirit and in your soul, mm-hmm. so you can go on and face life throughout the week. Right. But but as you go, that's that's why you tithe to them. Yes. That's why you minister there, um, and 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 so that maybe that's another podcast for a whole another day is that you don't just go to church like a Chinese buffet just so you can absorb. You and go receive, to church to receive, minister receive. to minister to Jesus that's Christ. Right. Amen. And he and he'll come and. Be in, in the presence. I remember last last year, maybe January 2022, we're in a worship service, and I I was just in the uh, the depths of worship, and just saw I just literally saw Jesus just walking down the aisle of our church in in that he loves the pursuit and he loves being there where his where his people are and where they're worshiping him and where it's everybody who's just like completely in his presence and he like he will come he'll be there. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, he says that, right? Yeah. We, we we get to take students to uh, to uh, our 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 alma mater that we yeah, grabbed. That it's I, really our and, school, yeah. And um and the the speaker was it was actually someone I knew I actually went to school with, yep. and uh, he called me called me his boy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so um, but we he was talking and and he said that he says that Jesus inhabits the praises of his people, That's right? And me and what he was saying was that it's a throne. Amen. That Jesus comes and he makes the praises of his people his throne wow. as they worship unto him. It's such a beautiful picture. It is. It. And he says, right. everything, everything bows in the presence yeah, of Jesus. That's right. And so, uh, and so real fast, if you're having an issue in your life, mm. if you're having, if you have de- despair, if you have depression, if you have anxiety, if you have fear right now, 
just worship Jesus. That's right. Because it's, he he will enter the room and everything bows before mm-hmm. the throne of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Fear, anxiety, they all bow to Jesus. And worship is a direct line, yeah. right? So if you're struggling, if you if you got you know if you, if you have spiritual attacks right now, you know you, you begin to worship. Right, the enemy can't. So, can't infiltrate your worship. So I'm reading a book, and it's not up here right now, but it's it's like uh, it's about spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. It's written by uh, Dr. Rodney, um, and uh, and in it he relates two things, and we're talking about them right now. He says he says if Satan's attacking, the first thing you do is worship God, Amen. Because right. Jesus will walk into the room, and Satan will run. That's right. <laughs> and the second thing is is you give. Yeah. You give, but to God. And you say, God, Satan's discouraging me, but I'm going to make this offering to you. Yeah, that's right. And you watch the hand of God upon your life. And you can even name that seed, too. Yeah, you can. You know? Um, so anyways, we need to go back. We got into worship. But uh, but giving... Sidetracked. Yeah, we got sidetracked. Got a little preachy. Sorry. Okay. Um, because it's, it's a really powerful thing because when you get the idea, when you grasp what God's saying there, it, mm-hmm. it, it's... I mean, I, another guy I heard talk not too long ago. He said, when you go to anywhere else in the world, they're always trying to get some. You have no problem going to Chick-fil-A. That's right. God's chicken. <laughs> and then and then, um, and then, then them charging you. These suckers. $7.99 for a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Right? You have no problem when, when it's like that. And, and you're like, at the end, of, when you get to line and they're like, hey, it's $7.99 for your chicken sandwich. Oh, I'm being great. generous because it's a lot more than that. Yeah. You don't say, well, I really love the chicken and don't you just want me to be happy? We should get Chick-fil-A for dinner. Uh, no. And and then you then you have no problem going to a movie and and when you go into the movie and and you see the movie like what your phones oh your phones I mean when if you have a phone I mean you're you're literally holding what twelve hundred bucks in your hand thousand bucks at yeah. any given time right if your Unless phone if if your phone breaks today and you can't use it you're gonna suddenly be able to find that one thousand dollars whether or not you finance it or not and and have another phone. And so and you have no problem with that. And and so there's this idea that like everything's trying to like get money from you. And it's not a, it's not, they're not like, if you just walked up and bed like, well, don't you want me to be blessed and happy? They'd be like, no, <laughs> no. I want your money. Right. Everything's meant to get you that's money. Right. That's right. It's only God and the church that's constantly giving to you. Right? right. When, when, when we were lost in sin and trespasses, what did God do? He gave yeah. Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah. God so loved the world he gave. And so when we, when we, when we live in that area of faith, and stewardship with God, what we find out is that as we as we give back to God what is His, mm-hmm. and we don't rob Him, that He fulfills His word because He doesn't change. That's right. And that's what I was trying to say is, is this idea that like, that that they just want your money. They just want your money. They just want your money. It's not it's, as as a person who has given my money to multiple different ministries. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that 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 as I've been giving out of faith and out of believing that that's what God wants me to do. Now I'm not saying you'd be foolish with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you just you just be foolish with it. Really uh, the Lord will direct you. That's God right. will tell you and and if listen, if they're winning souls, meaning that they're evangelizing, then you want to be a part of that. That's an investment. You, you want to be make. a part of that investment that's because right. you, because that that's a that the soul winner's crown is one you get to throw at Jesus' feet when you get to heaven. Right. That, that's a crown you get that you can throw. And I, yeah. I plan on having a lot of those. Yeah. But invest in people who are doing those things. Right. Invest right. in ministries who see the importance of the spreading of the gospel because that's what Jesus says in the Great Commission. You were uh, he says all authority on heaven and earth is mine. Now you go and you go make disciples. Right. And then he goes on to say, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Well, and I think if it's important to God, it's right. important to us. And, we're, and no matter what, you're going to invest your money. And, and in fact, uh, when I was running a business, right, it was, you know, people will pay for what they value. 
Yes. You will. You will pay for what you value. If you, you know, and, and so that, if you start thinking about it that way, you know, why wouldn't you begin to pay for the harvest? Well, the and, kingdom. And you pay for what you value, right? And mm-hmm. so God so loved the world that he gave. Right. And, but, uh, but really wor- worship. So worship and tithing, they do, they do go, they're like a chain link. Right. They go hand in hand because you, you worship is worthiness. Yes. It's what, it's the time that you would invest into something. Now, yeah. now that's like you, the other idea of the movies, right? You have no time investing $15 for movie tickets, $15 for popcorn, another $8 for a really bad mm-hmm. soda. Yeah. Um, if you get nachos or chicken fingers, whatever you're doing at the movies, yeah, like you, have, you have no problem to go to the movies and invest all this money and all this time into a three-hour movie, um, depending on what it is, and and just you have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to our time and our finances with God, that's when we're like, well, service goes over an hour, I'm done. <laughs> or if they ask for money one more time, I'm done. Right. I'm so tired of hearing about giving. And see, it's not an issue of the time. It's not an issue of the money. It's an issue of the heart. Right. That's the issue. Because like I said, no other place is trying, is trying to, is trying to give you something. Right. Like we give, we give unto the Lord and he provides all our needs. We, 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 we test him in his word and we find out that he, he opens the windows of heaven and and he pours out a blessing, but he also rebukes the devourer. Well, if you think about it, you know, how many times do we talk about how forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for you, so God can work in your life, so bitterness doesn't grow in your life, it's so you can walk in freedom, because as Christ forgives us, we should forgive other people. Well, it's, it's the same principle when you think of giving, right? Giving isn't because the church needs your money. Yeah. God does not need your money. He doesn't need it, right? Yeah, like I said, giving is, is for you and for the blessings that actually He has for you. That that's what it's about. It's a, yeah. and it in it in the obedience. Obedience brings blessing, right? It, it's it's not about the fact that the church or this ministry or that evangelist or whoever needs your money. And if that's how it's presented to you, that's wrong. It's wrong. Like so. So, uh, and I have an issue when people sit, you know, stand up there and be like, "Oh, you know, we've got to do this. We've got to do that." No, that that's wrong. Like you don't. That's not. It's, we don't need to manipulate people. Yeah, because, and, and I, I like when when people claim like when they get up there and say like, "So into this ministry, so it doesn't die." Right. Right. It's gonna die. Then I don't make any money. Then maybe maybe it just needs to sail off into the sunset because God will sustain the things He needs to sustain. Right. That's right. Um, God, I. I it's all on God, right? That's right. God, you. this is your bill. This is your house. This is your body. This is your family. You provide the needs for it. And, and while we're on that with, with giving and we're talking about, aside from tithing, you know, when we're on the giving aspect and you're talking about giving and sowing, um, we we don't need to manipulate people into giving to ministries. We don't need to give a sob story or that, you know, anything like that. That's not really what should happen, right? But, it should be as, as we're as led. Yeah. By the Holy but you Spirit. also need to have a correct view of who God is. That's right. Because that's, that's, right. yeah. that that's the other thing. Like when we started our story, right, we didn't have a correct view of who God we did not. was. We didn't have a correct, uh, a correct view of God as provider. Yeah. As as a loving father. Yes. Um, as some as someone who says that that he will he will take care of us, that he will provide for our needs. We didn't even with healing, right? That it that God tells the people of Israel, He says, I am the Lord who heals all your diseases. That's right. And then when you get to the Psalms, David writes, Not one of them was even feeble when they made it to the promised land. Yeah. <laughs> you have millions of people, not one of them is even feeble, to the point where Moses can climb up a mountain on his last day. Right. Uh but it's, it's, it's having the right view of who God is. And that gets misconstrued all the time. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, we know, we know evangelist who says this when, when he goes to pray for someone who's healing and, and they don't believe in healing. 
Well, first of all, if you don't believe that God can heal, I don't want you praying for me. Because um, that's no, not faith. You. But but the other thing is, he says, he tells them, he says, well, what, what bad thing happened to you? Hmm. What happened that got you into this weird funk where you have a messed up theology of right. who God that's is? Right. What bad thing happened to you? Because if you make a theology based on uh, based on one uh, experience in your life, then you, you kind of throw out all the other things, that all the other promises of God. Plus, it's God's timing. Yes. We don't know God's timing right. of things. Right. Miracles happen in an instant. Sometimes That's healings right. are progressive. That's right. Sometimes the tumor gets smaller and smaller until it's gone. Right. And sometimes the eyesight, as we have experienced, gets better and better each visit Amen. until the glasses are gone. And a new pair of glasses as of yesterday. And so so it's understanding those God's timing and things too. But you don't stop asking because that's the persistent widow. That's right. Mm-hmm. In, in, in Luke, right, Jesus says he gives an analogy of what faith should be where the widow's so persistent she doesn't stop asking. Yep. And and Jesus honor he says he says she's gonna get what she wants because she's so persistent. Right. And he says, How much more your father in heaven who's good? Well, you think about that with your children, like how many times have we just given them what they want because they're they're just nagging us and, you did and just annoying the other day. us. That is an accusation. No, Michael, we kept asking for something, kept oh. asking, finally you're like, Micah, okay, you win. Just I don't fine. care. Yeah. I don't care. Just fine, just, just go. He did me. it. Right. You and so that- something? We taught him that story. Right. So we can't even be mad that he did it. <laughs> He was being obedient to God's word. Yes. Right. I literally had taught him that two weeks ago in, in our kids' ministry. Be persistent with everybody else but us. <laughs> yes. But yes. you were saying? I don't know. No, you don't even know? I'm not even sure where I was oh, okay. going. But, but all, of it, all of it comes back down to faith and, and who God is. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Oh, she knows what she's going to well, say. Well, I, I guess, like, when it comes down to it is that, like, you know, when you hear, when you start hearing tithing, okay, we've, we've dropped the words. We've talked about tithing. we talked about giving. we talked about blessing. And we're, we're, we're talking about prosperity. And so instantly people go to, like, oh, that's the prosperity gospel. That's bad. That's wrong. And a lot of times people just regurgitate what they hear, what they hear from the TikToks, what they hear from people, the clips of like, I'm going to call out these false preachers, which they love to do, right? Maybe if they spend as much time, like, I don't know, sharing the gospel as they did calling out preachers, something would actually happen. But I digress. Um, but but in all actuality, it's just simply the gospel. Yeah. And it's and it's viewing the Bible, the whole, the whole word of God, the whole picture, and not just taking bits and pieces out. Because when we talk about money and blessing and tithing and prosperity, it makes us uncomfortable. Well, the, the, the principle of, of, of sowing and reaping goes to the cross. Yeah. Because Amen. what was it that was sown? It was Jesus Christ, the Son of God. That's right. Who made uh, who rose from the dead, but the Bible says that he's not the first, that there was first fruits. From Jesus being sown into the ground, That's and right. that the gospel continues to go forth, and the, and the harvest is what happens at the end, right? Right. When he sends his angels back, he says there's going to be a harvest. Yeah. Jesus was sown, and now there's going to be a multitude of people who are reaped to That's the right. glory of God. That's right. We're going to praise His name uh, for mm. all eternity. Mm. So the idea of sowing of harvest, harvesting, actually, it goes to it goes to our father Abraham, mm-hmm. Isaac, right? It goes all throughout the Old Testament. Even in the book of Malachi, where he says, give to me and, and you watch that I won't pour out a blessing right. upon you. And then even Jesus Christ, who the joy set before him, endured the cross and the suffering and the scorn so that he could have the name that is above every other name. And that every fruit that comes out of that, out of that, that sowing of his body into the ground that he died for us will be to the praise of his glory. 
you know, I was thinking about when you talk about saving reaping, like if you if you've been around, if you've listened to some of our previous episodes, we talk about the food, the blessing of food, right? Where we fed or we had no money, we had nothing, we no we had no income, right? And we had all these kids that we were just we were feeding and it was a sacrifice for us to feed them. And since then, since that time, we've had an abundance of food to the point of weekly, sometimes twice a week, we just get left at our doorstep, but like I mean, tons and tons and tons of food. Okay. Mm. But actually I was having a conversation with one of our friends yesterday and during COVID they, they built a, um, a food pantry and they committed to keeping the food uh, pantry stocked. And guess what? They have more food now in their house. They can't get rid of food and it just keeps coming in. They told the story of Saturday, all this food after the baby shower was sent with them. Right. And so it's, you see it in, in aspects of your life aside from just money, right? Sowing and reaping it's, it's in, it's, it's a biblical principle. I think you limit it to money. And you do. Right. View. It's a very it's narrow, a very view. narrow yes, view. Yes, it is. Yeah, that, definitely. That, like I said, when he said that he will rebuke the devourer, there's mm-hmm. things that, that we don't. I can't tell you the last time I paid a car bill was when I got my car inspected mm-hmm. because you have to. Right. And that's the truth. Yeah. Like that's, we haven't had any no. outrageous, outlandish problems with our cars because no, we had credited to God's faith. And then we had a car given to us. Because that's what he says in his word. And so as, as you continue to be good stewards of the, of the things that God has given you, what you find is that you're, you're being obedient and obedient. Mm-hmm. We teach this to our kids. Obedient always leads to blessing. That's right. When our kids are obedient to us, we love to bless them. We love to give them good things. Um, and, and when we're obedient to God, God makes it clear in Deuteronomy 28. He says, if you abide by these things and you walk in obedience, then you will be blessed in your coming and your going in mm-hmm. the field and your reaping and your harvesting in the city. Everything you touch will be blessed. That's right. Amen. And so, and, and understanding that too, like when, when Israel was walking through the wilderness, it says that their shoes didn't even wear out. That's right. Can you imagine walking Blessing. around and your shoes not years. even wearing out? Yeah. Yeah. That that that's that's the blessing of God upon them, mm-hmm. and they were griping and complaining. Mm-hmm. But God is good, even in our griping. Even when we're complaining, even when we weren't doing tithing right. That's right. Every we time we, we every, still had time. We were blessed when we were feeding those kids and doing that thing. We didn't know what we were doing. We were unaware, but but God, but we tapped into a spiritual principle. That whatever you do for the least of these, you've done for me. And and a and a and a get this, a laborer is worth his wage. That's right. That the Bible makes that point. The right. laborer is worth his right. wage. As you do the things of God, you are found faithful. Right. Well and don't and then one more thing is don't despise small beginnings. That's right. Start today. Don't wait until you have a million dollars and you're like, oh now I can tithe. No. Start with the humble that's beginnings right. because that's that's the heart that says, God, I want to honor you even with my little bit. And God will increase you. God will you'll find favor. And teach us your story. Oh, we were listening to a podcast. Yeah, we we're gonna get to teach your kids because that's important. Yeah. But but we were just listening to one of uh, Jonathan's preaching, and he was talking about how when he had a uh, he had um, Jesse Duplantis come to his church, and he said this this guy tithed like I think it was like his whole paycheck, and it was like a lot of money to 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 Jesse Duplantis rather than to the church. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Jonathan's like I didn't get mad about that. Mm-hmm. Because he was, because God had spoken to him, mm-hmm. and he was honoring the traveling preachers. So, if you want to know about traveling preachers and tithing to them, or giving to them, or sowing mm-hmm. into them, read John chapter th- uh, third John. 
Yes. John chapter yes. I mean, third John, and that will teach you all about mm-hmm. honoring those who travel and preach. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said he didn't he didn't despise that because he didn't want to have a, a poverty spirit or or the or have this idea like if he's getting if they give the money to him then we're going to be lacking mm-hmm. because it's God's house and That's God right. will honor Amen. that. And what ended up happening was that man who gave his his tithe increased increased because he obeyed God That's and right. his position increased at That's his right. work Amen. that week. So so honoring God. Um, it, I'm not, I don't want to use the term, it pays off, but you'll find God's favor upon your life. You will. Yeah. You'll find God's favor. God is the same yesterday. He has not changed. He says that I am the Lord. I have not changed. Don't rob me and your experience blessing. That's right. Yeah. And our story is a big testimony of that. We weren't faithful at the beginning. Nope. And when we found the little bit of courage to give, um, he blessed us immediately. And then when, and then when we started giving regularly, we, we, we literally said, God, I remember this. We were like, God, we're going to. And we both had kind of, we didn't say it together, but we were both on that spiritual journey. And then, we came, and then we came together. We're like, we got to tithe. Yes. If there's one area of our life where we are lacking yeah. faith in, it's finance. That's right. And so we made that decision in COVID yeah. to give. I mean, we tried before and then we got let go. But we, we, be, we started to become, this is regular and a priority. Yes. And, and, and. Because it, it can be wishful thinking. No, it, it, it had to be action, and it had to be faith, right? Faith is you, you, you have to take an active well, step a, into doing it. What's amazing is, is our goal was just to tithe. Mm-hmm. But what we found out is that we ended up becoming really good givers. Yes. And so... Um, well, we had a good example of giving. Yes. We, we, there was a couple people in, in our... In especially right after we lost our job, there was people who just obediently. Get, I mean, we we had one family who very sacrificial gave to us, and 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 it began to teach. It. Our pastors was one of them. Yeah. They they're the most. They are the most generous people that we've ever met in our entire life. And and it began. It's actually and you know great tip for pastors and leaders. It starts from the top and it's got to go down, right? You want yeah. you, you want your your body to be generous. You better start getting generous, and that's something that we've learned. We 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 want our children to be generous. We have to be generous, and so we began to to watch it. Well, we we and tithed, see it and put it into place, and then we gave. Yes, and so we tithe, and then we did offerings after, and we celebrated those victories. Just so you know, and like big like deals. when when we began to give, I mean, even ten dollars for us. That was, a, that was a victory that we, we, we gave that and then a hundred dollars, right? And then you start building up, right? When you begin to give it, it was victorious for us and we celebrated it and we prayed over it and we said, God, you know, would you, would you use this and you, would you multiply it? Would you use it for your gospel, for your glory? And, and with that, um, when we, I was just, we, we celebrated this last time when we did our taxes Yes. because we had the, you know, when you give and you do your taxes and, and they ask for your, your giving is now everything can be tracked. Yes. So, so we did, we added up all our giving for the year and we were, we, we were way over our, our 10% mark that we set for ourselves. Yeah. In fact, we actually partnered with four different ministries yeah. in giving Which besides, a, besides, a big thing for us. besides yeah. just one-time givings. Like yes. when, when we give to someone who's going on a mission trip or right. when we sow into a speaker at a, at a church mm-hmm. that we've gone and gone and we, we always want to honor the speaker because sure. we're going there to get to, to be fed. fed. We want to honor the we person of God. Yeah. And, uh, and so we always do that. And what we found is that we, we, we were we blew our goal out of the water, yeah. and we weren't upset about it. And we want to know why we weren't upset because when we did it, we were not lacking anything. No, well, and that's the thing. Like when I began, um, and and I can kind of mark it with with my daughters, right? So you know, uh, our 
oldest biological daughter is 14, then the next one is 11. And then we have Jara Mercy, who you guys met on the last episode, who is a year and a half. And she was not happy. <laughs> Why is she ever? But uh, we there's there's just certain things when I begin to look at our life now where I think like, oh, you know, um, we have a kid who needs shoes. Okay, let's go buy some shoes. Where before in our life it would be like, Oh, we have a kid who needs shoes. How are we going to give this kid shoes? How are we going to get these shoes? Oh, we're going to have to wait until, you know, depending on the job that you get a bonus or we get a tax return or we get whatever. All and our then money we'll go, was already spent we'll go before we spend go. all the money and we'll go blow it. So that way, you know, our kid can finally have a pair of shoes, right? And it was just this stress. Whereas now it's like, oh, you know, and even like small things like, oh, toothbrushes. Oh, man, like, okay, well, can we put the toothbrushes back until next week? And like, you know, what, what are we going to shift around? Like that kind of thing. And now it's just like, oh, we need toothbrushes. Okay, you know, let's put it on the subscribe and, st- and save and get and and, and it's just a different it's just a different mind and I remember you know when we started this and tithing and and us even with our finances and being good stewards of our money saying that like we just wanted to be at the point where we could pay our bills and tithe and have money like left over that was like a big deal for us that was yeah that was really and then you start yeah. and then like for us then we start living it and then what we're trying to do and what we're what we're implementing now, like, oh, we have money left over. Okay, where are we going to sow this? Where are we going to give this? Who, you know, what? Where, where does God want this money to go to for His glory, for His um, work, for for the gospel? And it changes your mindset because it's no longer just like, oh, I've got extra money, I'm going to go buy a new bag, right? It's like, oh, wow, we have extra money. Let's sow to somebody. Let's give to somebody. Not so that we can get more in return or, or anything like that. Oh, the blessing is there, right? But because we're able to invest into the gospel. See, see now you can't you can't talk about giving and sowing without talking about blessing. That's what you can't. Because because if you could, then you would find scriptures in the Bible that talk about two different things. Mm-hmm. Because God constantly, he links them together. Yeah. Because God honors faith. That's right. And God honors obedience. Amen. That That's that's a true thing. In fact, he honors obedience so much that I, I was reading a book and, and it said that, um, it said God desires your obedience over your faith, over over your victory. Yeah. So many people are always like, God, give me victory. God, give me victory. And and the solution to that is to walk in faith because mm. then I uh, walk in obedience to his word. And then you experience victory because as you walk in obedience, you're walking in faith. And then it's just victory after victory. Like like we have the shield of faith. Like we, we walk by faith. And when we do those things, we experience it. And, and out of that comes the blessing of God. Right. Right. As I'm obedient to God's word, as he says, give and it will get. And it will, because he doesn't just say give. He doesn't just tell the in Malachi, he doesn't say, hey, hey, you're robbing me. Give back to me. Yeah. He says, give back to me and you will see that I will open the, the floodgates of heaven Amen. and I will rebuke the devourer. There's that cause and effect. I give to God and he covers me. Right. He covers me. And, and, and the same thing, seek first the kingdom of God, right? right? So there's the there's the walking in faith and obedience, and then all these things will be added mm, unto you. That's right. So like you can't separate it out and say like, well, what if I give to God and he doesn't come through? No, his word doesn't allow that. Yeah. He upholds his word. Right. He honors his word. He upholds his word and his name and, he, and his reputation. That's who he is. And so to say that God, to say what if I, which we did, what if I give and God doesn't, do anything in return is to say, God, your word's a lie. Right. What if you are not actually faithful to yeah. me? Yeah. And that's, and that, in, in all fairness, that's the lie that the enemy was using way back in the yeah. garden. Did God really say? Did God really say? And if you eat this, you'll be like God. And he doesn't want that. Hmm. So there's the doubting of God's character. Mm. God's withholding yeah. something good from me. God right. only wants my money. He right. wants me to live in poverty. And that is a bunch of all these wash. pastors, they just want our money so we can so they can fly private. 
Yeah. That's what you hear over and over again. But it's not what it's about. And it's the same thing with forgiveness. It's the same principle, right? Well, I think I think the other thing too is that we we uh, we made money evil. Well, just like we make emotions See, evil. The lust. It's just like it's just like the, the imparting of the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, prophesying, healing, all of that. It's it's made evil. But with the money in particular, what I was talking about is because we is because it says the lust of money mm-hmm. is the root mm-hmm. of all evil. And and so to lust after something is to make it that God position in your life. You, you're desiring. You're like right. Ebenezer Scrooge. But but the idea that is is if you're a steward and identifying that it's of it's God's, then mm-hmm. you're like Solomon, right? Amen. And you're like David, right? And David was blessed. Yeah. And David was a man after and God's Solomon own heart. Solomon was blessed because of David's faithfulness. Like yeah. when you when you read that when 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 that. Uh, the title gets passed on. It specifically says well, that, that all of Israel was. He says yes. because of your father David, because right. of your father David. But um, but, and, but, but financially, but if you look at financially, because because David also invested into the beginning of the of building of the temple. Oh, he stored everything. There, there was a but there was a financial uh, thing that that David was personally giving to, and then because of that, then you see the blessing that Solomon reaped. Yeah, and and so so like uh, the idea that finances or money or material things are bad is is not true. Right. It's the heart behind it of of obtaining those yeah. things. That's why if you're tithing, Jesus, God loves a cheerful giver. Yeah. So if you're only trying to use this as a manipulation scheme, you might find some blessing. I'm just gonna be honest because you're actually taking God at His word. Yeah. Like maybe God will pour out some blessing, but if that's the heart behind it, then then you're very. Uh, you're almost like a Judas. Mm. You're, you're, you're very deceptive in your giving. And mm. so don't do that. Give out of a pure heart. Give out of a love for God. Give out of a love for God's people. Give out of a love for the gospel to go forth. When you give out of those ways, that's a heart that's pure and contrite before the Lord. And God honors that. Mm. David had wealth. Abraham had Abraham had a ton of wealth. He, he had so much man. wealth that nation, he took on, he took on what, five kings or whatever and yeah. one? Like David, had, uh, Abraham had wealth. Yeah. Isaac had wealth. Like, like God's, provision for his people israelites they left egypt with all the wealth like let's, say, let's, let's be honest like you can't you can't uh, like say that money's evil yeah you can't say that things are evil mm. when they become the object of your affection or those who have money are evil. yeah when they become the object of your affection then they've taken yes. the place of god yes. but anything can do that right uh, men can do that. Women can do that. Children can do that. Houses can do that. All anything that is a, is an object can take the place of God. But really, all temptation and all lust begins, as in James says, it's it's the flesh. Yep, it's the flesh. Right. And then you're tempted, and then you're dragged off, and you're you give in to sin, and then you die. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because people have things doesn't mean they're evil. Mm-hmm. In fact, some of the most uh, financially wealthy people we know are the best givers that we know. Yes. That's they right. so they don't cuz right. they and that's and they're like look at and that's their testimony. Right. They said I gave when I had nothing, now I have everything and I give even more because God has honored it. Right. But and you and you look at this is is why shouldn't the church have blessing and wealth? Right? Because and, and we talk about that. And people like why shouldn't like God's people should have the the advantage of having wealth because with that what can go forward the gospel because then you can begin to pay like i'm going to support these missionaries i'm going to support these evangelists i'm going to pray for you know we're going to put a billboard up we're going to say has anyone ever uh, told you that god loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life and so we think like oh well we're christians we shouldn't have that money we shouldn't be able to do this like that that's just simply not true and we should have land and we should have land (laughs) and we shouldn't be in debt and we should do and we should be able to 
we hate to say the word, but tap into this, right? Because it because it's 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 what God's well, word says, and you like, either believe God's word or you don't believe. You, God's you get to word. the point where you're like, well, God, we were gonna do this 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 crusade, so had no money. And, and do soul winning, but we had we didn't have enough money to do it, right? Or God, we were gonna do do this thing where we were gonna reach out to the lost, and you gave us this vision for this, but we had no money to do it. Mm-hmm. There's a church that we that we are um, that we're tied into. Who is doing a they their their goal and they have a school for this and they have mm-hmm. a, a business training is to raise up three hundred millionaires. Why? Why? Because this is the most important. Not part. just to have Not millionaires. Not just to have millionaires, but to to fund the end time harvest. Amen. Meaning that they want they want these business people to accumulate wealth from the world, take the wealth from the wicked. The wealth as the of Bible the wicked. said yes. in Proverbs, the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. That's right. To take the wealth out of the hands of wicked people, put it back into the church so that it can fund the ministries that go out into the world. Yeah. And now you might be sitting there and being like, because I had this too, like like, well, well, what about the apostles? They all died these certain ways, Paul died yeah. and changed. And, and what you find at the end, what of, about suffering? What about suffering? Yeah. What do you, what you find at the end of Paul's life, right? Is that he's sitting in house arrest coming and going and people are coming and going as he, as he's pleasing, as they're pleased, um, leading people to Jesus Christ mm-hmm. in the end of, in the end of acts. That's what he's doing. He makes it all the way to Rome, which was his heart's desire. Mm-hmm. He said, I long to go to Rome to share the gospel with the people. I love my mm-hmm. people. And he gets there, and what does he do? He gets to do all those things, mm-hmm. and so, so, and and then he he does die, yeah, because everybody dies, yeah. It's appointed once for man to die, and then to judgment. That's right. That's a biblical fact. One day, unless Jesus Christ comes back on a white horse, and I hear a trumpet sound, Amen. and I'm up in the heavens with him, I won't care anyways. But I'm gonna die, That's right. and for me to die is is like Paul. Like I I enjoy my life. I enjoy my family. I love it. To me, and I love preaching the gospel. I find a lot of fulfillment in that. For me to, to live is Christ. But to, to die is gain. Amen. It's gain. It's because then I get to see the one I've lived my whole life for. Hmm. And, uh, and so, but with that, it's, it's understanding that, that God, I mean, just read the book of Acts. Yeah. Just read the book of Acts and, just, and don't try to inject anything other than what it says. Yeah. Every need's being met. Right? There's joy, there's rejoicing, the gospel goes to Samaria, there's healing, there's, there's <laughs> people are prospering for the first time in their life, right? Yeah. And there's rejoicing. That's right. We are, there's we, are, we are a people of God's presence. Yeah. We should be a people of rejoicing and celebration, and, and we should be a people who God provides for. That's right. He, he, he's the Lord, he hasn't changed. He's still my Jehovah Jireh. Amen. And so then you can get into healing too, he's still Jehovah Rapha. And you can get into into those times when you're suffering from anxiety and fear. He's still Jehovah Nissi, the Lord, our refuge. Amen. And so, and so you can, and that's another cool thing too. I remember when I wrote those down in that Bible that's sitting right in front of the computer right there, I was sitting at our table and God spoke to me and he said, Jason, I have a name. Mm. I have a name. And I was like, and I started thinking about it. He said, and his name, his name is tied to his covenant promises. Amen. That's right. You don't know who God is until you until you're walking in covenant with God, Amen. which is faithfulness. That's right. And so and so you understand that God is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals, when you walk in covenant mm. with him. That's right. When you That's put good. him first, when you say, God, the tithe is yours and I'm gonna walk in covenant and faithfulness to him, then you begin to experience the God who's Jehovah Jireh. Right. Who provides for every single one of your needs. And he doesn't need DoorDash, he doesn't need uh, a grocery store, he can send food by ravens at night. Mm. And that's who he is because he's Jehovah Jireh. He doesn't need your money. He walks on streets of gold. 
Well, and you see that with with Elijah when he came and he didn't come uh, to the to the widow, and we just heard this this weekend. He he didn't come and say my raven's dead. He didn't come and say I have this need. He didn't come. He he actually came and it, and it was about the the widow, right? If you can, yeah, keep going. Sorry. No, yeah, I mean, and that was the answer. oh, I was gonna say if you can if you can find a story in the Bible where someone sewed something and then they lacked. I mean, you got you got the widow, right? She's or she's getting ready to get sticks so that she can make the last cake for her and her son, and then they're going to eat it and die. Yeah. And what ends up happening? He says, "Go get all the jars. Don't stop with the jar you have. Go get all the jars." And she's provided for her whole life because she's sewed into the man of God. And likely, if you think about it, like she, you know, her son and 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 I would think her community beyond that now, because well, she has this oil that'll never run out. Then the other widow, right, with Elisha's servant, yes, with uh, Gehazel, whatever the guy that. He takes the money from Nahum, mm-hmm. uh, Naaman or whatever, and then he, he ends up being in the king's presence because mm-hmm. he obviously gets healed from his leprosy. Mm-hmm. And then right. the widow comes and says, hey, they, they took all my stuff, and he restores it back to the widow because right. she had made a room for Elijah in her house. That's right. Or Elisha. And then you got Peter with the boat. Yes. Right? Jesus needs a place to preach. And he says, he says, he steps in the boat and says, cast it out. He says, okay, I'll cast it out. And mm-hmm. he, he sews his boat into the ministry of Jesus to preach. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus says, now it's your turn to receive. Go cast your net out. And, and Peter's like, okay, I'll bring one boat and one net. And then he has to call all the other people because he reaps the reward of the fish that's breaking the right. nets and the boats. And then you have our everyone's favorite example of suffering, which is always a word that you hear when you talk about prosperity and money. And that's Job. Well, what happened with Job? who wasn't even under the Abrahamic covenant, let alone the new covenant. Yeah. Right? But he still had things restored, and then he, he became even more wealthy. And, and Well, there's a key verse in Job. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of Job, right, Job, Job is he's a, he's a righteous man, but he's a superstitious man. Yes. And you see that right in Job chapter 1 when he says, if my kids have possibly sinned, I need to make a sacrifice, not knowing all that's the things. Right. But he was trying to appease God. Right, that's right. And, uh, and he was righteous for that, though, mm-hmm. because he honored God. That's right. He wanted to make things right with God. But then by the end of the book, he says, what the things I heard about you, I have seen. Mm. His eyes are open to That's who right. God Amen. is and the revelation of who God is. Mm. And then after that revelation of who God is, his, he doesn't just get half of it back. He doesn't get all of it back. He gets double yep. what, he, what, he, what, he, what was, what was right. taken from him, right? Because the devourer took it. The devourer took it. The, and, and what does it say? He restores the years that the locusts have eaten, yeah, and he gives it. double. And then Amen. at the end of the story, Job's a blessed man, even more than at the beginning of the story, even though there was trials yeah. and tribulations. He honored God. He saw God. That's right. And God restored him and blessed him. Right. And so so you can turn to those books. But, I mean, if Job would have died a miserable man and and, and that was it, a, and, and, and the song that we sing, Blessed Be Your Name, You Give and Take Away, mm-hmm. if it ended with the takeaway, then we'd be like, oh, we can build a theology on this. Yeah. God just wants everything we have. Right, right. And maybe if we just suffer through this lifetime, then maybe we'll be able to get into heaven and live finally in a mansion and walk on streets of gold. Sure. Maybe. Sure. But that's not how the story that's ends. That's not how it ends. That's not how any Amen. of the stories end. Amen. The only time that there's ever any kind of like lacking is when there's sin that keeps you from the promises of God. Right. And when there was sin mm-hmm. in the way... And we couldn't earn salvation. God made a way so that we can boldly enter the that's throne right. room of grace. That's right. Amen. And so remember that. that that's, that's God's heart. That's God's nature. He does not change ever. That's right. I am the Lord. I do not change. Yeah. I don't change. Yeah. And that's true of his promises. Um, that's true of every area of his word in your life. So yeah. it, 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 it's, yes, it's part of your family, 
but it's also part of your finances, which is tied to your family, yeah. right? God is a way better provider for my kids than me because he owns yeah, it all. That's right. I mean, I do my part, but but I'm just a steward. Even, even of my children, I'm just a steward. And God does that's a way right. better job of revealing the things in their life to them that they need right. to change than I do. When I do it, sometimes I can do it out of a, out of a wrong spirit. Like, mm. you need to change this. God says, I want you to change this because I want you to be more like Jesus. Right. And and just like with the other things we've talked about in this podcast, and healing and salvation and soul winning and all of those things, your kids will get it and they will get it fast and yeah. likely faster than you. I'm, A lot um, faster. Our daughter, uh, our, our daughter recently uh, did some babysitting and she got some money and she was... This is the first time you're not using a kid's name. Well, I can use that. Adeline. Yeah, daughter Adeline. She she was babysitting and um Adeline, we we have seen her become a giver, which I would say probably does not come naturally to her. She's 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 probably more like me and she she's just not naturally somebody. Our daughter Lila is a natural giver. Yep. She will give you, I mean, the sweater off of her back. She will give Adeline a little bit less. And I know you <laughs> listen to this, Adeline. We still love you. It's okay. But, but no, this is to honor her because this she is, does this it. This is, right. And so she, she, began, she began to see, she saw what we were doing, and she's listened to the teaching, and she's heard the teaching. And this is one of the incredible values of bringing your children to God's house because bring they begin to, to learn. And, and what's and, amazing. Can I just add something? Yeah. Bring them, because we talked about bringing them places. Yeah. Bring them on that journey with you. Amen. That's because right. Because we had to learn this too, and yes. they were learning it with us, As and then they we were looking along. at us saying, well, are you going to put what he said to the test? Are yeah. you actually going to do what he just said? Yeah. And we can faithfully say and, and we, we and, 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 I mean, Adeline is 14 years old, and by the world standard, you know, she's supposed to hate everything about church. She, we're supposed to have to drag her here, but yet if, if, if even the, the thought of missing church and, and Pastor Sam's message comes up, she, she gets incredibly upset. And we're, and we're talking about, like, going on vacation, right? If we yeah. talk about going on vacation, but we're not going to be back for a Sunday, the girl cries because she wants to be in church and she wants to hear what is being taught. Like I said, there's things that God can do in a child's life way better than way better. you could ever do. So so anyway, so Adeline had this baby uh, this babysitting money and she 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 did. She gave. She she tied on it and she gave and um and I was sitting next to her. It was actually a rare moment where I was able to sit next to her. Our family is usually scattered um in our building and this is right before I went down to teach in our children's ministry, but I I saw her gave and I prayed over her and I said, "God, would you just become so real to her in that and when you bless it, would you just abundantly bless that that gift?" And so she comes down after church. She comes down to our kids' area after, and she goes, Mom, Mom, you're never going to believe it. And she didn't tell me, like, oh, Mom, I gave, and this happened. But she said, so-and-so came up to me, and they said that they want to bless me with a guitar. Hmm. And, and and Adeline is an incredibly musical kid. She's a very anointed worship uh, leader. And actually, it's quite funny because I keep challenging her to, to then play an instrument, and I kept telling her, I really think you should play the guitar. And uh, and anyway, and so she was just so excited. And I, I just think about that, where she was faithful, and she, she, gave. she gave. And she saw immediately by the end of the service that that came in. And the guitar, I mean, it's sitting in this room right now that God, is, that God has blessed her with, right? And it's it's amazing because they, they get it so fast. They get it so much faster than us. Well, a part of it is, we were, like I said, we were never taught. That's true. And so t- that, that teaching is... It's something that's super important, yeah. especially as parents to your children, mm. that to, to say to, to sit down with them and say, listen, guys, God is so good. Mm. God is so good, and it's in his nature 
to do good things for his children. Just as this says, we love to do good things for you. God loves it. And when you walk into obedience mm. and you walk in obedience and covenant with God, then you get to experience all the blessings of God in your life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that's, it's, it's, it's really cool to be able to say that. And it's cool to see that they're getting the story a lot faster than us. That's right. That they're, that they're seeing that and they're encountering that. Right. And, and we have a, even, even Micah. Yeah. Micah's funny. And Micah was funny during prayer today. I was just thinking about that, how mm-hmm. he remembers things and prays for things that we he bring does. up. Yeah. Um, and, and actually I was very moved by his prayer this morning during family prayers, praying yeah. for the baby Yeah. that he remembered. Right. We didn't tell him. He just, right. it just came to his head and he started praying. Right. Um, and, and while we're on that, mind. Ba- the baby that we, you know, this discussed a couple of episodes ago and that we prayed over, uh, just a quick, I, we want to be really honoring and I, we don't want yeah. to bombard the family with messages or anything like that. So we'll just give a, uh, prayers are being answered Hallelujah. over this baby. Prayers are being, and it's not done yet. It's not finished yet, but we are believing for fullness of, of answered prayer. But, um, I love how the mom gives updates cause she says, this is what we have specifically prayed for. And this is what God, that God has answered us over and over and over and over again. So keep praying. And, and to that mother where, where we told you we'd join our faith with yours mm-hmm. and we have been. It's, and our six-year-old is too. <laughs> and our six-year-old is too. And he, God listens to him. Yeah. Um, but, but even with, with like Micah, when he, he was given his birthday money mm. and, uh, and I was thinking about it too. Like, like, yeah, he was given $35. He could go spend that on anything. Probably Godzilla or wrestling or toys. Or wrestling toys or something weird like that. But what did he do? He, he actually gave it all. Yeah. He, he sewed did. it all. And, yeah. uh, and I was thinking in my mind, I was like, yeah, he's, he's, what is he? Six. He's six. He's six almost seven. Old. And what better investment that he has that 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 money was sown into the kingdom, and one day when he needs it, God's going to honor that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need it now. He's everything's taken care of, but he's storing up in heaven treasures. That's right. And 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 for him, it wasn't a matter of money; it was a matter of his heart. That's right. And that, he just that, wants to give. This is the one thing that I I couldn't stress enough as parents um, is is a heart that loves Jesus at a young age. Mm-hmm. Is so worth everything Amen. that you can give. It's so worth. It was worth. About. It was worth the camper. It was worth the terrible toilet. <laughs> it was worth the dogs breaking out of windows. It was worth all that. If I know that mm-hmm. my kids love Jesus, um, then I am completely um, satisfied and happy with the with the way that God has has orchestrated my life. Amen. I wish I would have learned things a lot sooner. Mm. I wish I would have learned things a lot faster, but. My God is a good God. That's right. And he has, every step of the way, has been faithful to me and my family. That's right. And he is no respecter of persons. That's right. Amen. What he does for one, he will do for another, and he will do it for you. That's right. God loves you guys. And so I don't have anything else to really add to that. Nope. Um, And so I think we're going to end with that. Yeah. We love you. Um, If you have any prayer requests, please send them in. We'd love to join our faith with you. Continue to pray for, we call them Baby E. Continue Pray for baby E. God's doing amazing things there. We're looking forward for amazing testimony. Mm-hmm. And um, continue to walk in faith and obedience. That's right. Um, if you have a testimony, please send it in. We yeah, love testimonies. We want, we want to share testimonies. We want you guys. Your stories are just as encouraging as our stories. Yeah. And the more stories that we put together um, about what God is doing as we pursue him, as we chase him, as we allow his Holy Spirit to speak mm. to us, it just it encourages other people. That's, That's right. the testimony Amen. that encourages other believers to totally abandon all for the name of Jesus Christ right. and see God's faithfulness right. in their life. I just want to say, you know, because this, we're talking about controversial things here in the church, right? This is a controversial topic. Uh, but there's just, before you go and leave a comment, a mean comment, there's just, 
one thing, two things I want to add is number one, you can leave whatever mean comment you want, um, but you're not going to change our minds because that's what God has done in our lives. The, the, the whole verse that says taste and see that the Lord is good is an invitation to come yes. and taste and see. And we've done and that. So if this makes you uncomfortable and the things that we're saying and you, you in your pit, you're, you're saying like, oh, I really disagree with this. I'm really and just lean into it a little bit. Why? And pray about it. For us. And, te- and, and, and money is the one thing where God says to test him on. Well, for to us test too, him on So it. I thought we were done. But for, nice. the, for, for us, it was hard at first. Yeah. It was a pit in our stomach. Yes. It, was, it really was. It, yeah. was like, it was something that we're like. And even like, hearing the teaching on it is like. It would make like, us like almost angry. Well, and I mean, I remember. And I'm going to, I'll just put out this. And um, I remember when you first started listening to a, a, a teacher on the subject and I was mad. I mean, I remember like laying in my bed and I, I could hear like he'd have him on. I was like, why do you always have this guy on? Like he's so annoying. <laughs> and I was like mad about and it. And then we gave away one of his books. <laughs> and yes. And, uh, and, and so, I mean, and, and I, I'm not, I mean, I think he's been, a, he's been a great blessing to our life now, but yeah. I was mad about it and it made me uncomfortable. But why? Because like, you know, if, so a lot of times we just... Because he said that God was good. Right. <laughs> and he loves us. Right. I know. It's true. What it's, do you mean God wants what's what best for me? What God, God do you serve? Right. Right. What do you mean God wants to bless us? Like, we like think about that. Like, and, and you, you think about that legalism that, like, you, you know... God's good. We have to, like, beat ourselves and, and, you know, we have to suffer. The life of a Christian is just to suffer all the time. Suffer, 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 suffer. I'm like, well, you know what? Quite frankly, I'd much rather follow the guy who talks about blessing and be blessed and live in the blessing. That's, that's where... Anyways. Anyway. So we had to get over that hump in our life. That but, uh, we're not doing good a job at ending this. No, but uh, I, I thought we were done. So so anyways, if, and if you have an issue, just look at the do, – do the research yourself. Look into God's word. Read the book of Acts. Um, you can come from it from an optimistic standpoint or you can come from it from a pessimistic standpoint. Not going to um, make a difference. But may I, may I suggest you come from a Holy, St- Holy Spirit standpoint where you don't – you know, try to interpret it into a specific viewpoint, mm-hmm. but you allow the word of God just to speak to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and we did that and we got to, to Acts chapter nine or 10 or whatever. We're Philip or Paul, Peter, mm-hmm. Peter's going to the town where Lydia, he's going to go down and heal Lydia from her death. Yes. Dorcas. Yes. But, but it says he entered the town and he was looking for someone sick. Hmm. And so that he could heal him, so that he could preach the gospel. Anyways, mm. that was just a little insight that we had. We're like, this Amen. dude's literally looking for sick, pe- sick people so he can pray and reveal the kingdom of God. Yeah, that's What an amazing cool. thing to do, to go into a city and say, hey, where are your sick people? Because i got to share the gospel. Oh, there he is. But anyways. It's like that term, I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessing's out there looking for me. Yeah, there you go. And, but, uh, but we wanted to encourage you, continue to grow in your faith. Continue yeah. to pursue Amen. God. Continue to allow God's Holy Spirit to reveal um, to re- reveal the things in your life that God wants to remove and God wants to instill and then trust him and walk in faith and obedience. Walk in faith and obedience. God is a good God hmm. and God loves you so much. He sent Jesus Christ. And if God is not, if God was willing to give up Jesus Christ, what good thing would he withhold from you? Amen. He gave up the That's one right. thing he could not Amen. create. Right? He didn't give up. He gave Jesus Christ, the only begotten. Yeah. Um, and so uh, just remember that. Um, and I think we're done, right? I think we're done. And so be blessed and continue to walk in faith. And we love you and God loves you even more. And if you want to partner with this ministry, just, you know, because we talked about giving, the link is below. We have, we, we if you want to, I was going to say if you want to be the first giver. We've already had one. We've had one giver. We've had one giver. Give. Um, oh, look at that.
Anyways, we love you guys. God loves you. Be blessed and encouraged. Yeah, and, amen. Uh,